Welcome to the Bad Idea Society. This is episode number two, and we are brought to you by some beautiful faces live on your TV screens. I'm Hoosier. I'm together I'm with the Bald Moose. There we go. And this is Jesse from DC. Yo. Yes. Yo. Yes. Happy you guys joined us today. Happy you guys are on here. Um, man, bad idea. Bad idea is taking big comic pro right now. Um, what are you guys' takes of everything so far? Uh, Jesse, what do you? What's your take on it right now? Well, they are throwing everybody for a loop. They said it was going to be twenty stores, but oh my god, they're breaking their own rules. Sounds like a bad idea to me. It's going to be fifty. And guess what? That makes sense. You know. Uh, there's been a lot of buzz going. People are you know, on the fence. They're not on the fence anymore. They're jumping on board. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what it is. But wait a minute. There's a lot more than 50 stores across America, correct? So what percentage of American stores is that? Yeah, that, that's the huge thing, man. That's what's got it. You know, I'm going back to, you know, bad press is good press because as long as it's press. So yep, I, think, exactly. I think scaring the shit out of people thinking they might not get the book is uh, paying off for them. What about you, Chris? Well, you know, is it a marketing ploy? Yeah, it could be. But were they sincere in the idea that it could start at 20? I think they were prepared to do 20. I think they said, okay, that's a reasonable source. We're going to start at 20. And then when they put up 20, they didn't realize they were going to have the kind of following that they have right now. They didn't realize it was going to get that big. So everybody wanted their store to go to Comics Pro and be part of the 20. Um, and I think it's just the response. I think maybe it was a marketing ploy to say, hey, let's see if we can get more than 20, but I think they honestly thought in their heads, 20 is going to be okay. If that's where we start at, we're going to be fine. We've got a great stable. Um, the stories are going to be magnificent, but I think fans just like, damn it, I want to be part of that 20. I don't want to be left out. I don't want to be struggling trying to find my copy, which... Honestly, if we were to kick back to that, ain't nobody going to have no troubles finding their copies. Well, let me That's jump in on you, man. All right, now let's think about this for a second. Mm -hmm. All right. what? How many comics, one title, does an average uh, LCS order? Is it like a 50? Is it 100? I mean, can they sell 100? I mean, so if we're talking about 50 stores, let's say 50 stores order 100 copies apiece. Well, that's 5,000 copies, right? Yeah. So that's like, um, you know, not a massive print run. So no matter what, you're still looking at, um, uh, you know, live wire level sales. And um, and that's okay because, you know, that's that they're not, you know, trying to, you know, go all full marble on us here. And they want to maintain quality and maintain control of that. That's I'm down with it. But uh, mm -hmm. understand 5,000 copies nationwide, 50 stores, and a hungry, hungry hippo uh, uh, fan base. I'd be interested to see how this plays out. Well, see, don't forget... Don't forget that it may start with 50, and there may be, like you said, 5,000 out there. But as stores get added on, there will be a small selection of those number one. So let's say second wave happens uh, right before the number one kicks off. So we've guesstimated 5,000 being out there, and there's 25 more stores with each getting 100 or, or, or however many they think they can sell. Good number is 100. So, you know, that's another 2,500. Now we're up to 7,500, which is, that's not bad for a company that's never published before. Not bad yeah. at all. And 
most comics sell diminishing, it's lower and lower and lower as they go. So you're talking about, you start off at 10,000, and then by the time you get to the second issue, you're at 5,000, and by the time you're at the third issue, you're at 4,500, and it keeps dropping like that. So if they actually boost up, that's um, that in itself is a success that is not commonly seen in comics. You don't see that. Uh, it doesn't matter how good the quality is typically. So when you see that, that's uh, completely attributed to their marketing plan and strategy. Um, yep. Now, that's assuming, of course, they even order 100 for a uh, comic shop. I don't know what the rules are. I don't know how they're going to play it. But I'm uh, interested to see how it goes. And I'll be tracking the numbers. i tell you this. Yep. If you don't get on board and grab a number one issue here, you are a flipping idiot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you are, I mean, God, dog, man. And think about that value. Think about that value of number three and four and five because they're not going to be collected, right? They're 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 not going to be digital. So you got to get the physical copy right now. So even three, four, and five, if the print number goes down, those are going to be the ones worth more money than the ones maybe. But here's the thing, though. I I I think with their plan is they're bringing more stores on. One, everybody's going to go after that number one. Absolutely. Could there be actual diminishing sales? I don't know. Because of just what you said, Hoocher, everybody's going to think, and so they're going to sign up for the entire run. Give me all four issues. Which, whatever story, whether, however they do it, however they can get it, they want all four of those books. So I don't see a diminishing sale. Or if it is, it's not going to be like you said, DBS. I think it's going to be relatively steady. And if, let's just say, total sales is 10000 right? Could we see by issue four total sales being 9000 I don't think, I mean, I'd be hard-pressed to find a 1,000 people that would want to drop it. But, because there's just yeah. that much hype around it. Well, no trade waiting. Exactly. <clears throat> so. so look at it this way. Look at it this way, too, all right? Um, I don't think that... I don't think that the investors in this uh, publisher are starving for money. All right, they yeah. can play it by their rules. They can do their game. They're on top of the world right now. They're calling the shots. <laughs> They've got it. All right, and um, I'm excited to see how this goes because I don't think it's going to follow the normal comic book uh, uh, approach. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that you know. There's a whole bunch of you know guys that'll swoop up and grab you know one issue and then die off and go and look at another shiny object. I mean, there'll be a few of those guys. But right. I, I really think that they're going to try to build a heavy-duty fan base. And as we found out with Imperium, there's only like 4,900 real fans out there. So, you know, 5,000 is a good place to start. Right. All right. Well, um, And you don't have Diamond taking a cut of that, too. Yeah. So there's your other piece. Diamond's not in there. So they're going to make more profit. I mean, they're giving a good discount. I think I was seeing like a 60% discount to the stores, which is uh, yeah, a pretty darn, uh, yeah, Mark. Mark down Plus value for shipping. that. That's free shipping too. Yep. So I mean, go running through, go running through any Comic Con, and go to and talk to any uh, comic shop, and then just see how many great things they have to say about Diamond. Right? We've been talking about this for 20, 30 years. Yeah. It's time. All right. They're doing something different, and um, this is a test. This yeah. it has the potential to shake up the industry. To be honest with you, yeah. I mean, why the hell not? You know. I mean, you just look at the little impact that TKO did with theirs, right? And They've done pretty well. They're doing their digital. They're selling out of their own store, but they're also over. They're cutting over that, and it's just launching it all. It's a different market, different idea, and I think people are receptive to it. If the quality of the books there, if you got the creators there, I mean, Lemire's sentient in uh, recent TKO, uh, Garthinus's uh, Sarah, 
Joshua Dysart's uh, Goodnight Paradise TKO. Those have, you know, from what they've said, have sold really well in a different market than Diamond, and I think people are appreciating that. So. Yeah, because you'll get those direct sales right off the gun with T somebody like TKO, and then you will get those eventual uh, back orders from the local comic shops that'll put a couple on the shelf, be it in trade, uh, however, and you're right, it's direct sales, and... In the end, it means more money for that local comic shop. It means more money for the company. And that, to me, means that the company can go out and get better talent because then they can offer them more money. And that, to me, for the same price, sign me up all day, all week long, all month long. Now, something that we got to watch out for, and um, you know, I know they said that this is going to be limited to one customer, one issue per customer, per shop. Yeah, good luck with that, man. Have you been into a comic shop recently? It's not exactly like the military police there. You know, these guys are going to be, you know, I'm going to go in there with like six kids and, you know, everybody's going to buy one. We're walking out with six copies. I mean, I can see it now. And there are going to be your crazy YouTube, I mean, I'm not YouTube, uh, uh, eBay flippers out there. Right. They're not going away. There's going to be a special freaking place in hell for these guys. And um, I'm telling you, um, it's, 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 it's a cute idea and I hope it works out, but I don't think it's going to work out. I think it's um, going to be very difficult to enforce, and I don't necessarily believe that the comic book uh, crowd is necessarily the most rule-abiding, law-abiding uh, people um, at, uh, available to enforce such a policy. So uh, we'll see. It definitely gets hype up there. It definitely gets people thinking. But um, I don't. I, I feel like I'll be able to snag up five issues my first week. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. And, and it may not be that hard. Um, and I can understand why people would. Uh, we'll, we'll just see. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to track? Is the email address? So you give them a different email address, then you can get another one. Um, you know, different employees at every store that, you know, you got, what, some comic books have six employees regularly, you know, who's working mm -hmm. part-time, don't really care. You come in wanting to buy a book. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I, I think it is going to be very difficult to enforce. Um, the three-year-old and six-year-old, they're really looking forward to these books. So I know I'll at least have three. So that's the things that's going to be great is there's going to be some, uh, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's interesting. I'm just excited for the books, to be honest, to the creative teams, yeah. the creators, and good stories. Um, I mean, what we got recently since the last time we talked, they talked about ENIAC, Matt Kent and Doug Braithwaite, and that freaking Louis LaRosa cover, which is beautiful, but that's the only cover we're getting. What do you guys think about No Variants? I love it. Yeah, I have no problem with it. Yeah. It just, I guess it takes it old school in the fact that, you know, there's one book. You fall in love with that one book. You care more about the story and what's inside the book than you do what's on the outside. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like variants. They're fun. They're cool. But I don't need them. And if this is supposed to be harking back to just about the stories, that's what I want. That's what I want. If that's what they're selling, I'm buying Think about it, all right? Um, when it was like one variant or two variants, that was cool. When it was every now and again, there'd be a gold book or there'd be something else pop popping out. I liked it, you know? Oh, wow, he got the he got the no no uh, UPC variant. How neat, you know? Uh, but when, when, when Valiant released Ninjak with like 27 <laughs> variants or whatnot, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm probably not going to get them all because I can't possibly be this motivated, you know? And uh, it does kind of kill it at a certain point. Um, yeah. And 
you know, it, it also, I, I, I've run into this because I do a lot of the uh, uh, speculation. I do a lot of the selling and buying and whatnot. And I see people saying, you know, hey, I just want to buy the one in 50. Hey, I, just, I want to just buy the, the highest ratio variant. That's all I care about. And, and then the, the quality artwork uh, that goes into the lower variants, um, you know, it kind of, it's kind of left to the long boxes at times. And that's the wrong place to be. When you make it, I uh, do the bad idea route where it's really one cover. Um, that, that's the iconic cover. That's the one you remember. That's the one everybody's after because it's the only one. Now, you know, if, if something comes out like a Comics Pro edition or something, yeah, good on. I'll, I'll, I'll get in line, too. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I really would be frustrated uh, um, to see, like, you know, 10, 11, 12, you know, 15 variants or something. Go, I dare you to go try to collect Unity. Go, go, do it. Get all the, get all the covers. Good luck with that, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be interesting. And, and you know what? I'm, you know, La Rosa. La Rosa's on the covers. I mean, the two that we've seen so far, right? Megalith, La Rosa, and then we have uh, Eniac, La Rosa. And it's getting away from that just, you know, what do you want to call it? The uh, the pinup, you know, just the, the profile picture. That's just basic. These are actually telling part of the story so far, what we see, which I love that. We haven't had that lately with most of us are Valiant fans. We haven't seen that lately, recently. And uh, But you're getting one of the best cover artists doing it, too, so that's great. But the artists make it, and it's sticking the stories. And then this looks like, you know, Dinesh with Hive Mind um, and Hunter with Hive Mind. Looked like it might be a little mining opportunity, opportunity for uh, more IPs for them to maybe uh, make into different, um, different sources. So, especially yeah, this—that's a possibility. Yeah. I, I do see the possibility in that, and we'll have to see what happens after these four minis, what transpires after that. Um, and just, yeah, pure speculation, I would agree with you, Hoosier, that if this is going to be a superhero superhero universe, then, yeah, I can see this as being mining potential as, you know, from from birth to the highest levels of success. 100% that's going to happen. Whenever you go up to somebody and say, hey, I heard you're running for president, what do they say? Oh, no, I haven't made any decisions. But, but make no mistake, there's a conflict of interest there. Right? You know, you have one, on one hand, a publisher, um, where uh, you're, you're producing amazing content, presumably. And, then, and, and it's also uh, you know, about the same guys that they long. But at the end of the day, it's in, you know, five to ten years from now, we're going to see Hivemind uh, in bed with the, uh, bad ideas, uh, you know, push forward to make TV and, and, and film projects. And I'm 100,000% okay with that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I am too. Absolutely okay with it. Yeah, I like my media in multiple forms, right? I, I don't just read comic books. Um, I love my comic books, and I love the stories. And you know what? It makes makes my viewing pleasures more enjoyable when I have an extra buy-in in another direction. Comic books bring it out that way. Um, and then just looking at the team, you got one of the best script writers who's set to be on there with Heiser, who's uh, another one of the writers that's, uh, you know, he'll be in one of the few books that come out in the near future. And mm -hmm. um, sign me up for anything that guy writes. They, yeah, they only I, picked winners, I, man. They only picked winners. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You look at it, uh, Dinesh, uh, he was running the company for a long time. He had an opportunity to work with a lot of people, uh, you know, kind of make some friendships along the way, learn what, you know, uh, who, where the real talent was, learn, like, you know, who he could count on. And when, uh, when the time came for the, you know, for the DMG punt, um, you know, he knew who was gonna uh, who was gonna help him build his empire, and that's what we're seeing right now. You know, um, and and also having reviewed, and you guys have been doing it a long way, uh, along alongside the whole time, having reviewed hundreds of these comics, 
these uh, these writers, these artists, are the ones that were making the best stuff with Valiant, you know? Mm-hmm. Argue that point. It can't mean, there's no way. I mean, La Rosa, Lemire, Kent, um, uh, Heiser, these were the ones that were making people really talk. And now they're uh, all amassed in another location, ready to go and do magic again. The stuff looks fantastic. It will be fantastic. Get on board before everybody else gets on board because um, it, it lightning's gonna strike twice. Yeah, and they've even got new talent that are very reputable. Marguerite Bennett. I mean, she's killing it. Animosity again and again. Um, so yes. they're gonna bring in new good talent too, or new from Valiant over just because of reputation. And it's not even gonna be the same all the time too. But they're gonna be that quality A-listers every time. Um, I really feel like that's going to be the direction that they run in, and it, it works. So, um, and then I mean, just even just specifically ENIAC, just this concept of this story is—it's pretty fascinating. This kind of what-if story that's going into it. So, um, I, I'm ready for buy-in. I like the concept. I like the ideas, and uh, like I, I just hear this story, and it sounds like it's a plot to a movie already. So, um, that's why I say that initially, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think just looking at the quality, I don't think there's any doubt that we're going to have solid quality. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just to kind of piggyback on what GBS was saying, I think at Rouge, I was talking to you a little bit about this uh, some time ago when this was first uh, genning up. And the idea that Heiser is in there with Kent, Dysart, and all these other fantastic writers, and how in years past, when they all worked for Valiant... They would all have retreats, and they would all have brainstorming sessions and try to get the best stories on the page. Mm-hmm. Well, I see that happening here with this company, but more importantly, I see Heiserer saying, hey, this is a great story, but if we tweak it into a script, maybe we can move these parts here and do this, this, and this, and your comic book becomes your script, which becomes the movie, which, you know... And it also gets them in that. I mean, we've got some talented writers. They've got tons and tons of experience. But coming from the perspective where he's at, where where Heiser writes a lot of scripts, I could totally see him saying little interjections here, there, and there to get them to the level of a script in a comic book. And that's one of my fears. My fear is that's going to happen, and we're going to get Lemire writing movies and writing uh, TV shows and stepping away from his comic books when he's doing amazing comic books everywhere he goes. Black Hammer's, you know, beyond amazing. Um, That's kind of my fear, is that they are going to be so good, they're going to move in that direction, and it's going to pull them away from this medium that we love so much. But if they have it in that right touch and it's the right kind of uh, mix, you know, I'm, I'm for good stories however we get them. But how many times you got to think about it too? Have uh, has Hollywood tried to make a uh, movie based on comic book IP, and people are like, "Oh man, it's, it, it doesn't look like the comic. It doesn't, that's not from the comic. No, 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 no. That's not the, that's not who they were. Uh, they freak out about it, you know. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna avoid all that. Yep. You know, they they they've already got the vision in mind. And um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but um, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. If you go look at Mad Max Fury Road, like like Google, like uh, uh, making of or whatever, um, that was basically made in comic book form. They they basically did it panel by panel in the uh, production studio, and so when they uh, when they put it out there, I mean, it's not like there was a comic book for it or anything, but I mean, they built one in house, and that's why every scene was iconic like that. That's why everything was um, you know flowed that way, and um, and that's why it won best freaking picture, and it was awesome, and they're going to make more of it. You know, tell me, did you guys like it? 
Of course he oh, did. Yeah, I loved it. It was amazing. All right, and, and this is the same kind of platform we're looking at here. They're, uh, they're, they're doing it right in front of our eyes, and, um, you know, just strap on, boys. It's time to, it's time to ride this rocket. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, and they're over at Comics Boat right now. These are images are courtesy of Dinesh's Twitter. Um, they signed up their first South Carolina, I believe, was their first store. And they saved 50 stores, so I was throwing out a crazy, you know, I was throwing out my own theory, my own idea. 50. They're going to do one in every state? I don't know. They're showing Alaska. They're showing Hawaii on this map that they produced. Maybe they're just going to, hey, get one in each state. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of like the discussion that we had earlier. I see where you're going with that, but I couldn't see California just having one comic book store. I don't disagree I, with that statement either, though. Yeah. And Texas is just... Too big, too big, and then you got small like Rhode Island, which could be condensed into uh, I don't know I don't know all the comic book stores, but there there are some big ones out there that can service a very very large area. Yeah. Um. It yeah, but it's exciting that we got our first puzzle piece. Those guys right there that we see up there. I'm hoping that everybody saw the Utah guys. I love those Nerd guys. Nerd store, dude. Those guys are awesome. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, I have no doubt that we'll be seeing them. At least I'm hoping because they've got a great store up there in Utah. Yeah. So, and, I'm, and I imagine there are tons of people there. They're great, great, great comic book stores. So I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of see, excited to see where all the shops start to pan out. Yeah, I kind of hope that uh, Canada gets a shop or two, too. You know, I mean, um, that's always been the thing. Uh, not to be a Canadian myself, but I, I've got a couple of buddies up that way, and, um, and, and they're in the... Uh, you know, the comic book game pretty deep. It'd be nice to have that opportunity. I'm sure it'll get to that point, though. It'll it'll get there. I, I agree. And you're right. It very much could be one of the top 50 that they go. I mean, who was it? Uh, I saw a conversation. And I have no doubt that they're at least talking to them. They're trying to figure out how they can involve Canada. But more importantly, I think they're trying to... Try and find a way to involve everybody in the world because there's a lot of people. I mean, Britain. I, I know people in Australia that are that are salivating for this. There's a lot of people everywhere that want a piece of this. I'll tell you a little trick here. Uh, something that uh, I may have mentioned before. I don't know. Um, so when I was managing uh, the Valiant um, Instagram page for a while, it would tell me pretty much where people were viewing from a lot of times. I'd be able to look at the uh, you know the different uh, data and whatnot. And you'd be shocked. I mean, yeah, I had a lot of New York uh, traffic and whatnot. I had a lot of Latin America, like literally a lot of Brazil, a lot of Mexico City, um, just a lot of traffic coming from Latin America, um, more than I would have expected otherwise. And I think that's something that, uh, you know, cannot be ignored. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's absolutely a big need for that. And then you just look at the uh, where's the place that's doing the Bliss comics, like the quality that's coming out in foreign language everywhere. Yeah, there, there's a, there's going to be a huge need for it, and more than just the English language, period, um, all the way around. So, I mean, I'm sure France is going to want to be in that, and you're going to want to get, you know, the Comic Hub of Brussels involved in this stuff, too. It's going to be uh, a big need, a big desire, but they're not playing by diamond rules. They can launch it here on that and keep pushing it out the way they do. Um, just because it comes out right now and it's not there doesn't mean it won't be, right? So. Right, right. And then, uh, what I was trying to pull up another image here, and I was pulling up the names too. Some of the names that we saw 
Also on this, Peter Milligan, Adam Polina, Rob Venditti, Zeb Wells, Louis LaRosa, Eric Heiser, Thomas Giarello, May Cat, Marguerite Bennett, so Jody Hauser. Um, and I know they showed that image of like the tickets and uh, the different ticket stubs that they were going to kind of announce. So we may be hearing about three more books coming down, maybe even a little bit more. Um, well, yeah. Well, I was going to say, just kind of sleuthing with another uh, another Bad Idea fan, we know that Ken Braithwaite are on one, um, but we've kind of guessed, as you look at that ticket stub that you were talking about, the, art, the author has the last name of what appears to be R.T., with the artist being L.O. So we went Dysart and Giarello, as the as the artists for the book that ends in Y.E., which we, again, gets to be Odin's Eye, which we've kind of gotten that far as well. And then book three, you can see the artist with S.A., which would be La Rosa, and book four looks to be Polina. Yeah, and we know that uh, La Rosa set out that he's going to be working with Kent, that has been said on Twitter, and uh, Warren uh, confirmed that, too. So that is uh, Megalith, mo more than likely. So it looks like ENIAC, Onzai, Megalith. Um, then we have another DT and a NA for the artist, like you said, Polina. So are we getting, uh, you know, Kent again, Dysart again, um, Bennett? I don't know. Like, I see another T at the end there. So there's going to be a, a lot coming, so... I'll tell you what I'd like to see, and you guys tell me if you agree or not. Cafu. I would love to see Cafu work on a title with these guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything's oh. eventual. I think we'll see him. God, that would be great. You know, I mean, his stuff on uh, Life and Death, um, you know, like from start to finish was amazing. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, Miko. Yeah, I want, definitely want to see Miko. Uh, Miko's art's been phenomenal. Um, always for that. And then I also liked... You go back to Heiser and uh, what he did with uh, Raul Allen, Patricia Martin, and uh, Secret Weapons. Um, I'm okay for that team getting back together any day. No, yeah, that's a winning team. They, they haven't really done anything wrong yet, that group. Yeah. Well, in just just the way that Heiser set up that book and how it read, it was just a story that I think for every fan really kind of latched on to Heiser and just – kind of fell in love with his writing style, which fell in love with the art. I mean, that book, I think, to me, was very, very special. Mm -hmm. There was something about it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Yeah, there's too much there. So I think uh, the, the talent pool is going to be endless on what can happen with this, especially when it works out in the direction they're taking it and uh, the ability to have the business, the hive mind business that's available, the uh, talent that's there, the art, I mean, art story-wise – and uh, the following that's already there, there's such a good base of a fan base there that they're going to be able to do things that they weren't able to do in 2012 necessarily. The Valiant fans were there, but they weren't... I don't think there was as big of a core as there is now for these guys. And they've proven it, and they deserve it because of their history. So um, I think that's kind of... There's a lot of people are interested in these stories. And then uh, just hoping that we get the stores. I'm hoping. I'm pretty sure DC is going to have something. Um, I'm. I would be surprised if us here in the Northwest don't have something in Seattle, um, or Portland, or both. Um, 
you know, I know we got Eric on the chat. He's in Minnesota. I hope St. Paul or, you know, Minneapolis gets something too. But with 50 stores, there's a there's a decent shot that they're, uh, they may be, you know, planning it out in a, in a way where there's a little bit everywhere. So, you know, and I'm kind of curious just to, to double back a little bit. Something I read today is that uh, they had an open enrollment today. With today only being Friday, and it's still another day, day and a half, I think, left over there at uh, Comics Pro. I wonder if they're going to continue that open enrollment because I imagine there's going to be a few shops that are like, ooh, I don't know if I can get into that. They go back, they crunch the numbers, they do their thing, and they say, you know what? Yes, I want in this. I want to be one of the stores. So I'm kind of curious. Is 50 going to be the final number out of Comics Pro? There's no rule that says it has to be. That's and they right. wouldn't follow it if there was. I mean, we could see 75, couldn't we? Easily could, you know. They, listen, they have, what, it's, it, what you do is you play down the numbers at the beginning, you know, because if, it, if it's low, it's low, great. You're still doing a good comic and you're pushing forward. But then it increases. Oh, snap, you know, well, I guess we're going to do 50 instead of 20. You know, you want your book to be a success. You want it to be in the hands of uh, readers uh, because uh, uh, otherwise, what's the point? You know, and so if it gets to 75 shops, if it gets to 100 shops, all the better, you know, because now you're, you're, you're really pushing your brand out there and you're entertaining the masses, which is the whole point of comics in the first place. And then yeah. we have a, a March 6th release or not March, excuse me, May, May 6th release. Still plenty of time out um, after you get done with Comics Pro. It seeing all these stores starting to light up and, and the hype really start to turn up, we should see a pretty healthy second wave, too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we're also looking that we're going to be seeing uh, the Bad Idea crew out here at Emerald City Comic Con here in, uh, what, three weeks now. And so we'll three be getting uh, the first panel there. Um, I'm sure there'll be more talked about there. And uh, that would be one thing ongoing that I'm interested in, what their con present is. Are you know are they really going to get a booth? I doubt it. But what are they, are, are they going to have stuff present at booths at comic cons? Um, that would be kind of cool if they had a stores that have big presence at cons and they would sell their books there into that matter of distribution as well. Well, what has me curious is on the uh, Emerald City Comic Con webpage when you go to the Bad Idea first panel, um, they do allude to a special guest. They don't allude, I should say, they allude to a special guest. So we know that Matt Kent will be there. Beyond that, though, as far as any of the first four books, we just don't know. So I'm kind of excited, but I won't even lie. I'm kind of excited. Who's this rabbit? What's, I should say, what's the rabbit that they're going to pull out of their hat? How much fun are they, how far are they going to go with this? How crazy are they going to get with this? Because that that's true hype. I mean, that's a lot of hype. You just get crazy and pull a buffalo out of a hat instead of a rabbit. I mean, yeah, that's a lot of excitement, a lot of hype. Yeah, it's going to be exciting to see what they come up with. And, uh, you know, with the marketing team of what Hunter and Josh Johns and Dinesh just being Dinesh, like I think we're going to get some uh, – we're going to have some curveballs, and there might be a few bad ideas along the way, hence the name of the, the, the band, right? So, um, you know, so that's that's the interesting part that we're going to get. 
every time. Well, I'm on board. I'm on board for the ride, man. And um, you know, if uh, over the last eight to ten years, I mean, all the uh, uh, the creators that have really made the magic happen, they're they're all here. Um, you know, we. How many times have you said I, I want another Miko book? I want another Larosa book. I'd like to hear. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to see Larosa. Oh, yeah, something else. You know, all these conversations we have on Facebook or on the forums or in various uh, you know uh, chat groups. Boom. You know, it's it's fans listening to fans, and creators are the fans. I mean, like, so we've got a good mix here, and I'm I'm very excited for this. I, I can't even say that enough. Yeah, yeah, I, I think there's not there's not much more to be said with that because it is pumped up. That's why we're here. That's why we're talking about it, right? And um, you know, just knowing the trust that we got in it, and knowing what's around the corner with these creators, I think we all have a. I think our main thing is making sure we get the books and how that distribution is going to come out and uh, what's going to happen on those books. Are you going to be able to get your, your one or you may be get two? I don't know. So uh, I, I get sick. i got to point this out because I'm sure everybody that's watching has seen this, but it's the first that I saw it where Aaron Nagy says maybe it'll be Van Hook as one of the writers for Bad Idea. That would be that would be something. Yeah, that would be that curveball that I wouldn't see coming. That would be something very, very interesting. Uh, it's probably Jim Shooter. <laughs> you just see that one happen. That would cause some ruckus. Um, oh yeah. Oh man. But I, so I'll I, tell you what. Uh, so where are we on the uh, uh, the connected universe thing? There was a lot of discussion about that, and um, you know people were like, "Oh, I don't think it'll be." And the other people were like, "Oh, of course it'll be." Um, from my perspective, unless it announced otherwise, and I'm just talking on my ass, um, you know, I have to think. Why would you not do that? Because that allows you uh, creative options down the road. You know, it makes sense that that's exactly what they'll do. You know, they may not do it right off the bat. It may take a, a little bit of time to blend it all together and then show you know, the, the connectivity. But I'm saying there's absolutely no reason why you wouldn't start that right from the ground up. Because uh, should the time come for you to release film and uh, media projects and then television and video games and whatnot, that allows you the opportunity to blend all the characters together as you see fit. And then, um, you know, and it gives you more creative opportunities from there. Also, if something works very well, um, but doesn't, you know, but work, you can take a character and move them over here and put them on uh, somewhere else, like, you know, sliding Captain America in and, you know, Avengers 4 or, you know, mm -hmm. adding Spider-Man to the Fantastic Four or whatever the case may be, that gives you that opportunity. Um, so if anybody was going to ask that question, um, I think that the answer would be yes. So yeah. looking at the three or four books that we have, let's try and find a way to tie this together. ENIAC, which we have an idea of what that book's going to be about. Odin's Eye and Megalith. Yeah. Three of the four books so far. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. But I can kind of see it. Because if you're talking about uh, fictional gods and the power of the gods, or even if you're talking about Odin or somebody possessing actually Odin's eye that he lost to the raven for knowledge, um, I could see something like that happen. Megalith. We've seen some art from Megalith. Um, that's an interesting concept. But and, and they have the master plan. They know. But I still see it being really tough bringing it all together. But if there's if there's a way, how exciting is that? <laughs> yeah, with Warren being an editor, um, I think there's a way where it could tie in and view it subtly and nice, and then be able, like Jesse said, to get it in there to make these bigger stories bigger. 
um, down the way. I think that's one of the, the, the creative things that are great uh, with the team. And, like, yeah, I, I, I trust where that's going to go. And it does. It seems pretty strange to think about the three that we do have and how they could tie in. But um, and I would, you know, my first instinct is to say, no, nah, I don't think so at all. Uh, you know, these these don't really make sense very much. But I've seen Stranger, and um, I'm sure there's a way they can do it. So, Well, with, with everything that we've already said with uh, Hive Mind, movie potential, and if it's going to be a comic book and you want to bring it all together for the biggest bang for its buck, uh, we can see how there's got to be a way. We just don't see that way yet. But then again, we haven't seen any of the way of bad ideas so far, so I guess that's what makes it exciting and fun. Yeah. Well, I think we beat the dead horse a little bit today, and uh, yeah. I think we all know we're excited for it. Uh, distribution's going to be distribution. Um, sounds like we're all in agreement with the no variants that we like what we're getting. Um, creative team's awesome, so yeah. You guys got more to add to this wonderful discussion? I'm just looking. Oh, you guys' thoughts on the map when they just threw the map up with the web page. Are we going to get more pieces or are we going to stick with the 50? We're going to see more pieces as we go. My first instinct when they yeah. threw it up there on, you know, minute one was, oh, well, I guess the whole country is getting it. And then, and then I realized it was going to be a piece-by-piece piece kind of building process. And does it totally make sense, even from one of the interviews that uh, Dinesh had, where he said South Carolina is one of the biggest supporters of Valiant, that they get number one. They, they get first dibs. And, I mean, if we, I don't know if they're going to go by that methodology of their, their best support, but uh, if there were huge supporters of Valiant for the crew back in 2012 coming out of South Carolina, then um, it only makes sense that they're number one off the board. I see California uh, falling here really, really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see New York, New York happening, um, yeah. and then from there, you know, yeah. I'm not certain. So, get... so think about it. I'm going to tell you right now. There's no way that uh, Collector's Paradise is getting left out. <laughs> right. They're going to no. be up in there. That you might as well mark that on your on your on your map right now. Yeah, that's uh, what I was thinking. Number two. That's got to be yeah. the number two state. I've already reached out to Ed. Like, how do I order if I don't get it here? <laughs> and he's ready to do it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's there's no doubt. And then you look at the st- I, I look at a lot of the stores that supported a lot with Valiant doing the variant store variants, right? Um, luckily, one of the big ones out in here in Seattle was Comics Dungeon. They did quite a bit. Um, they were one of the big guys behind the whole Cats cosplay thing that happened. Um, yes. So they really pushed a lot for things like that. Uh, Nerd Store, we got them guys in Utah that have done it. Shelf, uh, Selfish, Selfish, those guys have done a number of books. Um, there, there's a number of them that have created there and created that relationship with, with Adam, um, you know what I mean, Adam Freeman, who's your salesman. He called all of the freaking stores in the country before Valiant launched. He's got some rapport with some great people, um, and they're going to support it with that. So, And any store owner that doesn't want to really, really get behind it with a Kent, knowing a Kent, Lemire, Dysart, you know, knowing those creators are behind it, I don't, and knowing that it's limited the way it's going to be, you're going to want to jump on it. So, yeah, but uh, you guys are right. California's probably next up. There's no way you can't have comics, uh, you know what I mean, Collector's Paradise not in there. So. India there too. Yeah, that's I mean, part of the family. 
I can see him getting a, a, a shot at it too. Midtown, um, Midtown. I mean, you're talking to like the heart of Manhattan. Um, yeah, I get a lot of books from Midtown. I really do. I mean, they, they you know, every time I order from them online, uh, the books come up in, in, in near mint uh, condition. You know, I mean, they kind of quickly packaged well. Um, you know, they, they, they have a lot of. Uh, they push a lot of books. I mean, there's a huge... We're talking about, you know, seven-plus million people running around that area. Um, but, I don't know. I mean, if they're not going to be sold online, is Midtown going to be interested? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. They're a block or two away from, you know, all Valiant headquarters. They did a lot of work together. Dinesh knows them. Right. And, uh, Andy knows them. Um, it'd be hard to imagine that they wouldn't be uh, uh, in there. I mean, if you're going to go one place in New York, uh, it would be Midtown, Right. Well, your thing with Midtown, though, do they have the ability to put that much storefront, that much signage, that the the little specs that are wanted for them to uh, to show? I mean, because I don't know. I mean, you're absolutely right. They might not. I mean, they have enough for that giant Wonder Woman statue. I can't stop staring at. <laughs> I've yeah. been to the I've been to that store, and it is their appearance from the outside is massive. So if you're looking for signage, if you're looking for some form of advertisement. I can see them putting something on the outside windows so that the mad populace that walks by there is going to see their image. Awesome. From that inside, it's it's a decent sized store. Um, you know, it, it's got good. I think they've got two or three different rooms. Um, so you've got a place to put stuff. Um, I think it's just got to be creative on their part. Yeah, I think the one that I heard that's not going to be is DCBS. So I think that's one of the few stores that I actually heard is most likely a no, which would be interesting. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that goes, that goes against uh, their, their business model in the first place. Right. Um, right. But that's okay, because here's what I know about comic book collectors, all right? They will find a way. They will find a <laughs> way. True story. They, I mean, like, people are all like, oh, man, I wonder if I'm going to be able to get a copy, bro. I have seen amazing amazing backflipping off of train feats of strength to get a book <laughs> like uh, there there will be there won't be a problem there will be somebody you know there will be somebody that will have you uh, have your back yeah. make no mistake so so jesse did you order uh the originals of these covers already do you, do you own huh? that art already <laughs> I do not. Um, so here's what's up. I'll be I'll be frank. I, I usually am the first in line. Um, I have this little thing um, where I just I, I would you know, if I wait for the solicits to come out, I'll never get the damn uh, art. So I go direct with the uh, uh, artist well in advance and um, and and do my best to uh, you know keep it on the d- down low because I don't want to get them in trouble. And that has happened by the way. Um, <laughs> and then you do, but then, there's, then uh, you know sometimes you have guys. I guarantee you these. Uh, uh, these number one covers, Dinesh already owns it, or Warren already owns it, um, and there's no way in hell Dinesh is going to call me up and tell me, "Hey, man, I hear it's available," because he knows he'll snag it up before he does, and he's not going to put, he's not going to like let that happen. So, uh, you know, right now I'm just putting money into my uh, into my Chevelle in my house. Nice, <laughs> nice, smart move. But yeah, very very good fact. Dinesh probably already has that up on his wall somewhere. Or in the back of a closet that he's just keeping along because he has so much. Um, but yeah, good good point. But maybe seeing some of those guys getting getting to them now, knowing who some of them may be, um, you know. And then uh, good old uh, Sonic Dan may have something along the way somewhere, right? So yeah, he represents La Rosa. So I mean, like 
Uh, I don't know how much business they're doing these days because LaRose is, uh, you know, uh, uh, he's, he's all over the place and he's not for a while and he's all over the place again. Um, but uh, Dan would uh, Dan has that, uh, that, that Pope-to-God connection with him, so. Yeah. Yeah. Score. Score. Yeah, well, we got a bunch of people. I mean, we got some people online that are in here talking it up, so I want to thank everybody jumping on. Aaron's in there. Eric's in here. Scott Bloom. Sean Hayes. Um, yeah, and I think Scott Hayes is, yeah, I wonder if I'll be able to get one at cover price. Um, I think that's the big thing. So I think if we're getting it on eBay, I kind of doubt it you'll get it at cover price. But, um, you know, I know Dinesh has pretty much said you will be able to read it if you want to. There's going to be ways that it's out there, um, whether that's piracy or not. But I feel like getting rid of digital kind of helps limit that. And uh, I hope you do get it at cover price if you're ready to read it and do it the right way. And you're not just going for it to speculate and hold on and... Uh, you know, but don't get me wrong. I'm going to want one of these graded and, you know, slabbed myself. So. Well, I'll tell you all about what's going to happen with that. Um, and, and again, yeah, tell me if I'm wrong. All right. Modern comics, people want that stuff in 9.8 or they don't want it. Right. So yeah. if, if you're willing to have uh, a book with a ding in it, just so you can enjoy it and read it and love it and hug it and twist it, man, you're going to get it. Trust me that. You'll get it for cover price. I, I guarantee yeah. you can find that. You know, if you want to have... You know, you cake and eat it too, though. If you're going to throw that little fit, and you're going to be like, oh, "I want a new mint puppy with no flaws," and then, but I'm not going to grade it, but I want to read it, but I don't going to read it. I mean, I'm going to put it in a box. But uh, yeah, good luck, man. You ain't going to think the cover price. Yeah. yeah. Be a lot tougher. <laughs> <laughs> but much like you said, where there's a will, there's a way. You want yep. it, you have it. Yep. And 40 pages of goodness with that cover price too. So it's actually a fantastic of a deal. Um, on all parts, right? Cutting out diamond makes some wonders. And, um, you know, free shipping, everything, hopefully to a store near you. And I hope they uh, they update that map really soon. And, um, I mean, what is it called? Where'sBadIdea.com? Yeah, Where'sBadIdea.com. I'll tell you what. One thing I'm very excited about is that diamond is not playing games here with this thing. They're not, they're not involved at all. Uh, which is great because those guys could not package for nothing, man. I mean, imagine getting stuff like you know, um, you know, uh, right on the shelf that already looks like it's been through a wood chipper. Good lord, man! I've seen it. I've yes. seen it. I talked to my LCS when um, Fallen uh, Fallen World was coming out. I wanted to collect every cover, so I had them buy every cover, and it, it, it's like I don't know, like something with different beat up, tore up marks on. Yeah, I yeah. remember, uh, what was it? It was uh, Nin Ninja K when that came out. Number one, I believe it was their one in tens. Like, everywhere just got, like, damaged copies. Uh, I remember Comics uh, co uh, comics Dungeon, where we're at, and I think you got the medal from that co that, that store. Like, they had to yeah. send back every single their one in tens that, it, the, that run because everything from Diamond was just garbage. Jacked. Yep. Yeah. No, from a collector standpoint, I mean, if you're just, you know, if you, even if you don't read the books, if you're just a collector and you just, you're a weirdo that just collects stuff you don't read for some reason, which I've never met somebody like that, um, then uh, this is this is great because you know you're you're reducing the uh, amount of possibility for uh, you know books being bent in half. Uh, on the other hand, if you're a guy that you know, like like I would say we are, which 
collects what they like, reads what they like, you know, maybe, maybe has one or two copies, you know, and also uh, makes it available for other people and, and there's an aftermarket and all that. Um, then uh, I, I have to suspect that that idea is going to uh, uh, come up with a better, more loving and caring way to package and ship stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm a collector, so yeah, they're going to want to safeguard it, protect it in some way, shape, or form that will keep it minty fresh. And they're going to know exactly who's putting it in the box. And they're going to know the supplies that are going to it that are protecting them. Because it is going to be sent to 50, 50, you know, 50 boxes are being sent out in May. So mm-hmm. I'm sure they know that one guy who's packing all 50 boxes and how that's being done. Um, and you mess one of those up, you know what I mean? That's, that's you know, you already, you already kind of screwed the pooch there if you messed up one of them. So I think they're going to be a lot of quality control that's done with that. So... And knowing Dinesh and how much he wants things to be right, um, I heard stories about how he would tell people, let's work on it a little bit longer to make sure it's right. Let's work on it just a little longer. Um, I think that we're going to, even just the shipping alone right there is going to be uh, the right deal, and we're not going to have to worry about those. And Eric brings up a good point here, too. Um, he goes, uh, the books will be stronger paper stock. That yes. is correct. Is that they're going to go like, uh, like uh, what they did with Divinity. Remember Divinity where it had that thick, like, almost like, I don't know, damn near plastic, like, like, like yeah. milk jug quality, like, you know, uh, 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 paper stock. Yeah. It, it's yeah, uh, so beautiful, too. Yeah, it's beautiful. It grades really well. But God, man, don't dig that stuff. You're never getting that stuff. Pressers beware. You're, you're, not, you're not unpressing those defects. No. Um, right. <laughs> Uh, but uh, they actually, they hold up really well. They grade really well. Um, they allow you, if you really wanted to, and I've actually done this, I've read a copy of Divinity, and then I've closed it, and then I've sent it in for grading, and it still came back with a 9.8. So uh, that's exactly, if there's ever a way to develop a comic book that can do both, that was it. Right. You don't have to just sit there with, like, you know, a latex gloves and, you know, and a monocle like a snob and be like, hey, well, that touched this book because it may not get a good grade. I mean, like you could actually enjoy it, and then and then grade it, and then you can tell all the haters what what yes. I read and grade, bro. Read it like this. <laughs> get your nose in the book and try and read the far corners. Got to get your headlamp on too, because the shadows. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, great, great, great point. And uh, I think we all—that's one thing we missed when we had Valiant was those paper stocks when they got kind of those kind of moved away. Um, extra stories, the uh, bigger paper stock things that we enjoy, and those books just feel good in your hand, and you know, yeah, there's something about that. So yeah, that's a good call. But and then uh, again, Comic Con coming around the corner, Chris. You ready for it? I'm excited. Yeah, very yeah. very excited. I uh, have one of my. Uh, Hunted, I guess you could say. Something that I've been hunting for the last two years. Finally got it. I'll be taking it to con. I'll be taking it to the con. A special book. Yeah? I've got 80 books on the way to CGC right now. (laughs) You guys are going to be blown away. (laughs) I'm talking, man. I've got, like, uh, name a, a very difficult to find Imperium variant. It's on its way to CGC right now. Uh, Pretty much the entire uh, Ladoth print run uh, is on its way. Um, A couple extras. And um, uh, 
I'll be honest. I, I own like 10 copies of everything. And I went through with like, a, you guys, I, I'll make a video for you one day where I show you something. You actually pre-grading my own stuff before I send it out. It's ridiculous. It's totally OCD. Anyway, um, I, not everything had um, uh, a, a good, uh, not everything was a good candidate. Uh, there's some stuff that just, you know, had those minute little breaks in the uh, cover that you just, you know, wouldn't catch unless you really dug in deep. So, but um, uh, you're, yeah, there's going to be a lot coming out, a lot of uh, duplicates and whatnot, and I'm, I'm going to kind of feed the hungry. So, <laughs> be ready. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, I should be having a couple boxes on the way uh, that I'm going to be getting at uh, Emerald City Comic Con at CGC. And uh, just praying that the, the grading gods are nice to me. So, But, yeah, we have 86, though, every night praying for that. So. I want, I'll make, and they have eight or six that'll be going to CGC. <laughs> well, the good thing is, I'm going to say this about bad ideas while we're talking here too. Um, one of the um, one of the hardest things about collecting uh, comics from a publisher that you love um, is collecting everything from a publisher that you love, and then keeping up on it. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I have a real job. I manage a lot of things, a lot of people, a lot of stuff, and um, you know. Sometimes I don't even have enough time to like you know take a break, right? And um, and then I and, and the last thing I want to do I, is is go and read like you know 25 titles somewhere and be like yeah man something has to give because right. it does you know I'm a I'm a flipping grown up and that's what grown ups do right? But um, uh, the idea here uh, is one I'm not gonna have to buy 20 variants just to, you know oh thank God I got all 20 variants for issue number seven you know um, it's not gonna cost me three hundred dollars to do it. Um, I'll be able to, um, you know, get my book. I'll be able to enjoy my book. I'll be able to collect my book, you know, or books if there's two or three, you know. But um, that's manageable. I think that's manageable for most people. And um, you know, for those people that say, you know, I can't pay three ninety nine for a comic, you probably shouldn't, bro. You should probably be getting a better another job or something, man, because like three ninety nine ain't that much. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, this is um, this is going to be enjoyable because um, yeah, you'll be able to firmly wrap your fingers around the entire publisher. You'll be able to, uh, you know, keep your uh, uh, keep abreast of all uh, all the happenings in the bad idea universe, um, which uh, there's there's something to be said about that, right? You know, and another reason why number two, three, and four, the uh, the sales might not go down like what we've typically been seeing as far as history shows. So. That, that can be the case. So many reasons that you're going to have these be consistent sales without the variants, without the trade collections, and uh, without the digital. So I think uh, when you look at it in that point, it's getting back to what comics are in the medium, the way it was originated. To be written in a comic book on a single issue, on a floppy, hard card stock copy, but that's still, uh, still kind of the general idea. So, Like Akon's, yeah, I said, man still counts yep so um you know I'm, I'm saying here right now uh you're absolutely correct it is exactly what comic books were supposed to be um uh it's it's the magic that we're talking about is what comics are supposed to have um uh, I, I i'm probably in about you know well over 100 different comic book related groups i've heard all the debates all the arguments about things and you know how uh, how far we have strayed from the, the lord's teachings you know and i'm going to tell you right now that they are addressing all of those things so if you're on board with it, great. This is for you. And if you're not on board, man, I don't know what the heck you were complaining about. You know, because like um, this, they, they've addressed all the things that people have been uh, moaning about for years. You know, 
Yeah. So it, it's a very exciting time. Yeah, absolutely. And you may not like it, but uh, like you said, get on board, get off board. Um, but you you know what you're kind of be getting. You know what you're going to be getting with these guys. So you're going to be getting some quality. All right. All right. Well, that was a, a good discussion, guys. I appreciate it. Um, I'm thinking with the way it's looking is we're going to keep getting guys in here, doing it, rotating it up. And about every two weeks, we're going to be doing a Bad Idea Society uh, podcast. Uh, so keep in touch as we get more and more news. Um, I think that gets us to a Friday before Emerald City Comic Con and a Friday after Emerald City Comic Con. So we'll be able to speculate a little bit more and uh, be able to give some details about what came out then. So I think that's a, kind of a good pacing right now with the way these books are going to come out. And then when books come out, we'll go from there. Um, but yeah, all you guys, thanks for jumping on. and. And then Moose, as always, buddy. Thanks a lot, brother. Thanks for having me on. Awesome, everybody. You guys all. Uh, what? Do, I mean, you can't stay valiant now. So what do you do? Like, don't stay make bad. Make, bad ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Just have a bad idea. Just don't make sure it's too bad to get arrested. So, yeah. see you guys.